Grace and peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Our reading for the day is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. These are God's words. Please be seated. Dear people of God in Christ, today we're focusing on God's care for us in Christ. King David, the author of Psalm 23, uh, in his early life, was a shepherd, and so it seemed easy for him to relate the Lord's care for his people to be like a shepherd. David's psalm answers this question for us, who needs a good shepherd? Well, first of all, let's think, what would it be like to be without Jesus as your good shepherd? And if you were to go through this um, psalm and say, well, how different it would be. Instead of the Lord, the Lord is not my shepherd. I sh will be in want. You know, all the desires for good that I would like to have are going to be frustrated. They're not going to happen. Also, Isaiah tells us, of course, all we, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And so instead of green pastures that God would provide, we find harmful weeds to eat. Instead of still waters to refresh ourselves, we wait till the river's at flood stage. It's raging before we try to dare to get in there and get some excitement in life by following those things that are harmful. And of course, our soul doesn't get restored when we are on our own. And paths of righteousness, paths of truth, instead of that, we're following lies that, again, so often lead to harm. Our sinful nature wants to be our, make us our own shepherds so that we determine our way of life. But, of course, it only leads us into the bondage of sin and not true freedom. So what do we depend on if we don't have a shepherd? Is it our money? Our status, our wisdom, our reputation, well, those things are good. But to trust in them, they always fall short. Especially when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. All those things sort of drop around you. They're not there anymore to help you. At our death, no one would be there to let us into heaven. Our souls, our souls would have no rest. For all eternity. So, who needs a good shepherd? Psalm 23. 
where David by faith called the Lord his shepherd reads just the opposite of what I just said, right? David was confident that the fulfillment of the promise of this good shepherd would come through the coming savior, that promised good shepherd. So as we look to him, we don't need to worry about our source of food or of drink. The Lord is our shepherd. He's providing for us the best things, not only for our physical needs, but for our spiritual needs as well, especially our, the things that grieve us in life. That's when God truly can comfort us in ways that anything in this world cannot. We feast on his word. That's what that picture is of, of drinking the, the still waters and eating from the green pastures. God gave us his word not to keep us from happiness, as some would say, but to bring us to true, lasting joy. And God does not shepherd us because we're good. We've reached some level of goodness, but no. It is because of his faithfulness to the promises that he has made to us to provide for our needs. David wrote, of course, not just that God provided, but that he also protected Being in the valley of the shadow of death is a dreadful time for anyone. It it disturbs us when we have some overwhelming challenges in life. Sheep certainly are very easily disturbed at the sound of predators around them. And so many things in our sinful world can trouble us as well. There's threats from enemies. There's pressures of tests coming up or assignments that are due. None of you have that probably. But uh, there's just always something that seems to be reminding us that life is not always easy. It's It's fragile, actually. But instead of fear, what do we do? We call on the name of our God. We trust in his promises. David wrote that the Lord's rod was protecting him from evil, that his staff was guiding him. That rod and staff, that's God's word. They assure us that we have a God who loves us, who sent his son to free us from our sins, to clear our minds from all those things that challenge us in life. God invites us to trust in Jesus for our help. Who needs a good shepherd? We do. But here's a unique thing, Jesus being the good, he's God's son, right? But he becomes a good shepherd. It was a a unique thing. Divinely, he's a shepherd. Humanly speaking, he's a lamb. Um, It's like us, right? But unlike us, of course, he never sinned. He followed God's path of righteousness throughout his life, even if it meant going to his death. Some years ago, a former member of mine gave me a gift. It's a sheepskin. You ever see one around, but here's a nice example of a sheepskin. And I've appreciated it. It keeps me warm in winter nights to cover up with that. Uh, one thing I would say that that sheep never on her own decided, I want to die. Uh, this is my time to just become a nice sheepskin instead of living on. Well, of course, you have Jesus, the Lamb of God, who knows he needs to die and is willing to do so. It describes him as a lamb 
like a lamb led to the slaughter. Jesus, as he said, as the good shepherd, he's going to lay down his life for the sheep and become the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. But of course, he powerfully raised himself, his body from death, to be our eternal good shepherd. I don't, I don't know how often I thought about the, the connection of a shepherd and lamb in one person, but you have it in Revelation chapter 7. The lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. So Jesus is our good shepherd lamb. Why is that important to us? Because he knows our needs. He's lived life just as we have lived our lives. He knows our temptations. He knows our disappointments. He understands our fears and our joys. As our good shepherd, he is gently leading his flock through his word. We come to worship like we're doing today to listen to his voice and then follow by faith. For he not only forgives our sins, but he covers us with his righteousness as with a garment. And so just think, this is a pretty spotless looking sheepskin and that if we needed it, he would just use this entire, like a, a much larger piece to cover us over from head to toe so that our sins are completely covered. And instead, what God sees as we trust in Christ is the full perfection of the Lamb of God. And that is ours through faith in Jesus. Certainly, um, Jesus, our good shepherd, will continue to provide for us, remind us who we are in him. Through his word and through his sacraments, he will lead us to his forgiveness and to eternal life as a gift as we trust in him. The valley of the shadow of death will always be around. Sort of in the back of our minds, we know, I mean, any time, anyone could die. But Christ, of course, has conquered death by his innocent death on the cross. Death cannot defeat us when we are in Christ. Jesus says, turn death into a pathway that leads to eternal life. And in heaven, it mentions the anointing oil. In heaven we will be, that's always a, a welcome to someone. You know, like you're an honored guest, you get oil. We're going to be like honored guests when we arrive in heaven. A banquet table will be set before us. So we'll never hunger or thirst. And no enemy will ever disturb us again. So joyfully, as we follow the voice of our good shepherd, we can be certain that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. And we will be in the presence of our Heavenly Father and of the Lamb forever. Amen.